I'm just so glad it's skateboarding. It's been the one thing that came to me at the right time. It could have been anything I imagined, but skateboarding was what it was. That's why I love skateboarding to death. That's right when I found skateboarding. Like my friend showed me and I was like latched onto it because it was the only thing at that time that was really fun and like my escape and I fell in love with it, you know. Get settled in, yeah. boys. <laughs> Hell yeah, Bryce. Thanks for coming on the podcast. No problem, man. Thanks for having me out here. No worries, man. I was thinking about where I wanted to start this one off on our drive here from the skate park. I wanted to see what's one trick that you suck at. Um, <laughs> I personally suck at kickflips, man. Like, really? Yeah, that's like, that's like the one trick I really sleep on a lot. Like. There's really? just so many tricks out there, man, like that I just prefer to do that like the kickflip just like I could just sleep on it. You know? You're more of a heel flipper? Yeah, like a heel flipper. I, I was always kinda like a heel flip guy, like downstairs and stuff when I was younger. Yeah. Like down like drops and stuff. Because Saco doesn't really have much in the city, like to That's where what you like, were telling me earlier you're from Saco, Maine, right? Yes. Nice. What's it at? tell me the what's the stats there? What are we looking at? Um, well, what's it like? It's 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 a pretty crusty area. There's it's pretty limited on like spots and stuff, but um they have a pretty popular like high school. Like they're pretty known for like their sports. Uh, it's uh, yeah. Thornton Academy. I graduated from there class of 2014. Is Saco like a big city? Uh it's like a medium-sized city. It's like more of like it, like, stretches out. It's not, like, all, like, within the city. It, yeah. like, kind of, like, expands. Yeah. There's, like, Old Orchard Beach and Dayton and Arundel and Bitterford, like, all this, like... Yeah, that's what I was kind of like, getting at is, like, because it's Maine. When I think of Maine, I think of vacation time. Boo, boo, boo. Yeah. <laughs> is it, like, is it, uh, does it feel like a city? Yeah, it feels like a city. It has, like, that city kind of feel. I used to skate around, like, Saco all the time when I didn't have my license, so it was, like, it, like, got that city feel. But when I go to, like, Boston or something, like, like a lot bigger, it's, like, completely different feel. Yeah. It's, like, a small town, city kind of, like... Nice. That's, like, where I started, like, in New Hampshire. It wasn't, like, it was a small city, basically. Mm -hmm. Town turning into a city, maybe, perhaps. Yeah. But it's just, like, there was no skate park. We helped, like, raise some funds, get a park going. You're saying you had DIY up there too, right? Yeah, it's like uh, it like started as like an actual park, uh, Bitterford Rotary Park. Uh, shout out to all the homies that choo, choo, choo. came down there. Is the park still the roasting? It's yeah, it's there. it's still like on and off. Like I go there every now and then, but I used to go there like every day. Yeah, uh, it was a uh, people would come down there like build some obstacles, and I'd come down there and shred them. And they're actually like good quality like DIY obstacles. Shout out to uh, the Santos brothers and the oh, Weirwood guys. Yeah. Those guys definitely played a big role in that. And Nick and Eric. Yeah, yeah. All brothers. those guys definitely tap tap my cap my cap off to them, man. Yeah. The, they really put it their hard work. The Old that. Orchard Beach, right? Yeah, they're yeah. They're at OOB and That's they came it. down and they actually made a uh, mini ramp right at Clifford Park, right in Bedford. Hell yeah! And it's like a nice mini ramp has two spines on each side. I like to go down there and mess around all. Is the time. it a small like metal park? Yeah, it's like a um, it's like an actual park for like kids, but um, there was like a skate park. Supposedly, it was supposed to be like a skate park where there was like this uh, square piece of concrete with nothing in it. It was just nothing <laughs> but like a parking block or something that yeah. to like grind on. But uh, they decided to get some of these funds from the city and make like a mini ramp like right within that space. That's it. And it's like 
a perfect spot for it. It's like yeah, you can like go out and have a walk in the woods and come back and like Hell shred. Yeah. And it's it's a pretty rad place. A lovely day in the woods. <laughs> I do sure. like a walk in the woods though. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> gotta gotta respect nature, man. Like yeah. Do you have any redneck in you because you're from Maine? Oh, uh, tiny bit. I used to yeah. hunt as a kid, so Did you? yeah, I wow. used to hunt with my dad. Be- deer? Yeah, deer. Yeah, that's sick. That's kind of intense. Yeah, dude, like hunting as a kid, like I'd be like going out like with my dad and Have you ever killed some or was it just your dad? I tried. I um I had an opportunity to to shoot one. I spooked him before I got the chance. So Son it, of a it, bitch. it is what it is, man. Son like of a bitch, I, I, I We could have been eating, bro. <laughs> could have got that meat, but we ended up getting that meat like one way or the other, whether it was like doe or buck or something. Like, yeah. We always figured out a way to like try and like either tag out. Like, there's times where like my whole family tagged out like Damn. for the season, meaning so. that they just all got deer. Yeah, they all got deer. Yeah. Or, like one person got like two or three deer, and they needed someone to tag it or something. Just Did to, you like, gut them and shit at your house? Yeah. Oh, not at the house. We'd go to like the uh, the butcher. We used to go to uh, La Flums. Nice. There's like shout this out. place called come Shout out to La Flums. <laughs> <laughs> I used to go there and see like the them G's. like <laughs> gut all the deer and whatever animal they have over there. Yeah, like, they like moose. go from the neck down to the nutsack. Yeah, right? yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they like have them hang there. It's, it's like kind of gnarly, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty gnarly to watch. If you, it's not. It's it's like Bambi when the mom dies. Oh You're yeah. Like, oh god. <laughs> sad. Oh man, bring it right right in the childhood right there, man. Yeah. <laughs> My friend, uh, shout out Billy Whitney. He lives in New Hampshire. His family hunted too, and that was the first time I ever experienced that. Like, was introduced to the concept of like harvesting your own meat and then fucking watching deers being hung in the fucking garage. It's so brutal. It's nature. It's life. You know. Yeah, dude. Like, it just like makes me wonder like how like people two three hundred years ago like tried to live and like get their meat. You know. Yeah, before an iPhone. Before you could just (laughs) app it. You know. (laughs) You had to go out there and murder your meal. meal. Like, that was, like, your job every day to, like, survive. Yeah. Like, is to, like, get out in those woods and, yeah. like, hunt. Like Things were way more rough that... T- it was probably more better feeling because you actually had to, like, choke the thing out and, like, take part in the death of it, you know? <laughs> but, like, you probably only lived to, like, 30. Oh, yeah, dude. The <laughs> like, life expectancy in that time it was probably pretty brutal. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, people were living to, like, probably 40 or 50 tops. So like, you've never, you never murdered a deer? You didn't get the shot? Were you shooting guns? I imagine, right? I, I shot guns. I used to shoot at, like, a shooting range and stuff. We had, like, our own shooting range spot when Hell I was yeah. a kid. We'd go to, like, this little, like, dirt spot. We'd set up targets, like, cans and yeah. targets. We'd shoot at like shoot at them and shit and it was pretty rad like I'd br- bring my brothers there my dad would come and how many brothers i have two brothers i have a younger brother tyler and my an older brother you're the middle Ryan. yeah i'm the middle child i could tell shout out to my bros i could tell like, right away just, <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> yeah man my brother was the one who introduced me into skateboarding actually like his friends would come on my block and like Shred around, yeah. Oh, well, I, I would stop. I would sit around and like observe for a little while. I was like more of like a visualizer. Did I'd, your brother like, skate or just his friends? Uh, my brother skated. Yeah, oh, he yeah. was like you. Him, they had like their own crew together that would come up on like my street, and oh, yeah. it was like right. It was like probably a hundred feet from my house where there was like these like uh, manhole covers they would use as like gaps. So, like we were just skating up on the flat ground. That's what for you the do in Maine, time, dude. Man. In New Hampshire too, we just skated like Ben Franklin parking lot, 
manhole covers. We'd found, like, the abandoned gas station and, like, fucking put some cones there. there. And, like, you just make an impromptu skate park. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, that's yeah, a small town shit. Yeah, we'd go to, like, <laughs> there's, like, a driveway parking lot uh, where it's, like, a bank where that has a driveway. And they have, like, yeah. a, like a drive-thru and they have, like, coping on the side. Where uh, we would just like wax it up and like, it was like, like already tra- built in. Yeah, it was like kind of already built there, and we like used it as like a ledge. That was like one of the first like ledge spots that I ever went to. Like I'd just like try and get all my grinds there, and yeah. it was like you only had like a little bit of space, and it was like front side, so you can only hit like you can only do front side tricks if you're regular. You gotta learn somewhere. So yeah, it was it was a good place. It was like it's only like probably two and a half feet long like yeah. but we like kept waxing it to like extend it a bit more because like the coping like extended like relatively like long but we just had to like keep waxing it in order to like keep, keep it, it like going. smooth and, yeah it was tough it was like a little rugged at first but yeah no it's always like pretty rough we got the job done for sure <laughs> what got you hyped on skating like so you saw them shred and you're just like that looks insane yeah man i like really wanted to like it made me think like what it would be like to like ironically do a kickflip yeah like under my feet the thing you, you suck know? at yeah <laughs> like just to see how it feels like i was like thinking like oh well maybe i can do a kickflip and like not have to do it again but like once i started doing like kickflips and stuff i actually learned varial flips before kickflips really like, my first flip trick ever yeah i learned varial heel flips, flips before kickflips but not varial flips Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, I was, like, doing, like, shove-its a lot, like, fakey big spins. Fakey big spin was, like, my third trick I ever learned. You got a good big spin. (laughs) I have a theory. It's because you're kind of wide, and you're, like, a little shorter, so you're, like, you got good turn and radius. Yeah, I just twist, yeah. Yeah, like, dudes build like you, you guys got good spin and radius. (laughs) I'm always a little jealous because it's just, like, you got a wide stance, and it looks like front threes and back threes look fun. They yeah. are. It feels like I'm on a snowboard, even though I, like, nice. don't really have a lot of snowboarding <laughs> experience. I've only been on the hill, like, two or three times, like, mountain-wise, like, an actual mountain. But, like, I don't, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy, man, just, like, learning, like, 180s and 360s. And just, like, the more you do them, the more you, like, are able to, like, really turn Torque naturally. Yeah. It just feels, like, feels just natural after a while. For some people, it's easier than others. others. I realize, like, for me, it was awkward, like, turning 360 or, like, learning it. I have to, like, remind myself to use my eyes to, like, spin all the way. Yeah. Like, turning was always hard for me. And then it got a little easier as I got older, but... For me, it was, like, my shoulders. Like, it was, like, yeah. really, like, I was, like, I'd visualize what to do, but, like, I'd always have to remind myself, like, you gotta turn those shoulders all the way. I'd yeah. turn them, like... I'd give it, like, half effort, and I would, like, under-rotate, and I'd shoot out or slip out. Well, you got was... some good spins on you, my friend. Thank you, man. Cheers. I appreciate it. <laughs> what do we got in the... What's in the cup? Uh, this is a... Uh, concoction? Red... Yeah, it's like a concoction. Um, shout out Ganja Candy Factory. Uh, this is a sp- dispensary sponsor that I have, and they have Fuck this yeah. stuff... They have this stuff that uh, you can put in your drink. It's called uh, Fizzy. It's like Fizz. Yeah. Um... They do like this deal on Fridays called Fizzy Fridays, where you uh, you buy four of them and you get one free. Nice. And this is like some blue raspberry flavor. You can throw so it just right... adds some flavor to. Yeah, it, it adds whatever. like a blue raspberry flavor. There's like grape. There's like. What different... is it like ganja though? Like smoky? Like it's got like. It's th- got THC in it. Oh, yeah. nice. All right. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's got like doses. It has like lines on like the little like. So you know exactly how much. Yeah, exactly how much. Because before I was like, yeah, maybe a little edible, but I want to make sure like. It's not too intense. Yeah. Go for the ride, you know? Yeah, exactly, man. Ride it out. (laughs) Yeah, 10 milligrams, like, you, like, feel it, but it's, like, not too intense. So, like, if you... It's, like, you're able to function. Okay. We'll we'll see. (laughs) Things get off the rails. Rails. (laughs) (laughs) I was telling you a little bit before my friend 
came back from SF, and his tolerance was so strong. He gave me something because I kept telling him, like, I kind of want to just, like, trip out, you know, like, lose my mind. I was like, because I've never really taken – I took – I microdosed one time with D. Fuchs, Derek Fukuhara. Shout out. Shout out. We went to Street League and we microdosed. That was fucking insane. <laughs> I just felt really high. I didn't, like, trip out or nothing, but just, like – um, but, dude, my friend, shout out to Jeff, comes back from SF and he's like, oh, I got something for you because I just kept talking about how I wanted to, like, lose my mind. And he gave me this pill. I can't – I want to say it's a hash oil pill or something. But, like, he said he takes, like, three or four of them. What? Like, easy. Yeah. He How? gave me one. He gave me one, dude. And literally, I was on the floor all fucking day <laughs> spinning, throwing up naked because I tried to – halfway through my trip where I was, like, in a pit. Basically, I was so <laughs> I was so tripping that I was, like, laying on the floor and I felt like I was just in a pit and I couldn't get out. I get up and I'm like, I'm going to take a shower to try to like counter react this, you know, get in the shower. I'm like, this isn't helping. helping. I'm spinning. I'm spinning. Fucking get out of the shower. Didn't have time to like get my clothes. Just stumbled into my big room and just laid on the floor for the rest of the day. Dude, my girl kept coming in and Jeff kept coming in like, you okay? I'm like, I just like wave my hand. Holy I'm like, shit. I'm hanging on. I'm hanging on. <laughs> I was so high, dude. I had never felt like that. It felt like I was drunk and like... Just spinning. Damn, you know? dude. That sounds intense as shit, Yeah, dude. and he like, was like, dude, I take like three of those. I'm like, like a day. Yeah. <laughs> That's the levels that people get to. Yeah, I, man. I mentioned you came from SF, and I imagine just SF had like potent shit or whatever, so uh, that was a brutal. Oh, yeah, dude. That sounds brutal. Like that was that, a, It reminds me of the first time that I like smoked dabs. Like, yeah. you ever smoked dabs Ooh, I, I stay away. I stay away. I literally just like to smoke, like, straight weed. Like, give me some weed. I'm going to grind it up, put it in my little pipe, smoke it, control the the amount. You yeah. Know? <laughs> like, no, dabs scared me. <laughs> yeah, I had, like, a little dab phase after a while. Like, yeah. like I didn't really have, like, the best rig, but I would just always try and, like, get by with it, you know? Like, yeah. But, uh, like, that's the fir- first time I ever it's had just, dabs, like, a concentrate, man. right? It's yeah, like, it's like, like a dab- little, like, it's yeah. like hash oil that you, like... You, like, use a butane torch to heat up, like, a little, yeah. like, banger that you use to, like, drop it in, and then it, like, incinerates it, yeah. and then just, like, get and you baked like, as hell. Like, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> the first time I ever had it, this was, like, when dabs, like, started coming out, like, seven years ago, like, yeah. 2013. I was still in high school. So, yeah, you're only 24, Yeah, right? I'm 24, yeah. Hell yeah. Still young, dude. <laughs> Must trying, be nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm try- yeah, I'm just trying to live through it, you know, like, try to not take it for granted, just, like... I just know that deep in my in my mind, like time's kind of running out. But it's like you yeah. still got like a lot of time to like make some memories, learn new tricks. What's running out is just your youth, youth. Yeah, so you're young once, and then that you're slowly getting pulled into thirty seven, Sad- bro. Like adulthood just starts like grabbing you in like a stranglehold. Man. I'm happy though. Oh yeah, don't man. get despaired. Oh, I'm not, man. Believe me, dude. Like if it feels good. Like the more that I get older, I like start to like not worry as much. I feel more like relaxed and like you get some more time and experience in life under your belt. Yeah, man. I like don't have to like take things as seriously as much as I did as a kid. I was hungry like when I like yeah like ten years ago. I was like trying to learn, trying to like like get new tricks, learn new like meet new people and explore new places yeah. but like uh well you're still doing a good job of that yeah man like trying to, <laughs> it's good that i like i got like i've only had my license for less than a year like it, it, well, not less than a year less than two years so yeah. like 
over that span of time, it's just like open the window. Like, open Did you the wait door. a while? Why Why'd you wait to get it? I was just sketched out to do it, you know? It was just like that urge to like not want to do it. I don't know why. Yeah, like yeah. I felt like I was confident to do it, but I just like kept waiting and waiting. And that's like one of my what biggest regrets. What do you mean? Regrets. Like um, the actual driving? Part? Yeah, it wasn't like a fear of driving. It's just that like... I didn't have too many people to drive with with my permit, so it was like whenever I needed to drive or wanted to drive, I didn't really have too many opportunities. Yeah, because my parents were like the only people that I really like had to drive with, but they were working like twelve-hour shifts every day, and it was just like tough for them to like take time out of their day to drive me around for a couple hours. Yeah, I mean, I makes it's fine. I I don't think I got my license until I was eighteen. I just waited because I was like. It's another responsibility. I was trying to avoid responsibility. Really? It's another bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. That's that's how it was with me, man. Just like I was like, I don't mind skating to work every day. Like I was skating like that's twenty sick. or thirty minutes out of the way to like go to work and back. It wasn't it wasn't a big deal. Like I like looking back at it, it's like like if I were to do it again, it would be it would be rad, but like it just feels so foreign now because I'm like driving there all the time. Yeah. Now I'm driving more than I was skating around. Now, you seem so, like you so. drive pretty good, bro. Thank you. For dude. only two years? <laughs> yeah, thank I'm you, impressed. <laughs> it's just like driving to places that I've been wanting to go but never had the chance to go to. Yeah. So, like, the more times that I've, like, traveled out of my way, like, hour, two hours, like, you just – that starts adding up after a while. Like, those mi- those miles start racking up. And yeah. I like how you're saying it, it – it, it, like driving and getting outside of your area gives you – you can create opportunity. You can just go. Like you come do the podcast. You know? Yeah, absolutely, like You had man. the whip and you're out there and you get to go do something new and like – yeah, it's like a cool part of growing up, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's a prime example. Like coming here and doing this podcast is one of the things I've always wanted to do. Hell yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm glad that I, I'm blessed to be able to have the opportunity to come down here and do it, you know? Like it, it feels yeah. great. Yeah, I always think about driving a lot because I do the skateboard lessons on the weekends. And, like, the way I describe to the – usually the younger ones, I'm like, it's a car. You're driving a car. So, like, you got to look which way you're going because a lot of times they go up the quarter pipe and they forget to look because they're coming down. They forget that. And then they fall and they can't get their balance. I'm like, yo, you wouldn't just back up in a car without looking back, right? And they're like – Okay, okay, and then they start to adjust their shoulders so they can look that way, and then look that way, you know. Yeah. Like, and they all like whenever I say it, it's like they all want to drive a car one day. I can see that's like that's like a goal of theirs. So I like I use that as a reference point so they can go, oh yeah, I, w- I gotta try to learn this because I do want to learn to drive a car. Oh yeah, like it's park, a vehicle, you know, park etiquette and like yeah, exactly. is like very good example of like like what looking which way like left and right, like making sure that like you're in the clear before you make your move because, yeah. like, collisions, you know what I mean? Like, it definitely all, like, correlates together if you really think about it. Definitely, because um, you're out in the park, you're in space, there's other people using that space, and you're on a piece of wooden wheels, so it's your vehicle. So you got to be in control of your vehicle, know where you're going, and you also have this, have to have the awareness of those around you because they might be out of control. True. But most likely, if you look each other in the eye, you're all kind of, like, communicate without saying anything. Mm-hmm. You can... You know? Yeah, it takes a little while to, like, adjust to, like, people that you're not used to seeing. Like, if, for yeah. example, I don't go to Edge a lot because it's, it's, like, two hours away. So, yeah. like, when I go there and, like, see who's there and see, like, what routes they take, I try to, like, take that uh, to thought and, yeah. like, see, like, if they're looking at me and see, like, my like what routes and what direction I'm going, like, we're already seeing eye to eye on, like, 
where, what not to go or it adds you know another I mean? level like, too at the edge because then you got the bikers and the scooters, scooters and they have different etiquette and approaches so oh, it's yeah. like yeah, it's like multiple layers, layers of like trying to figure out where we're going oh yeah usually they people figure it out sometimes you have a bad collision because like they don't figure it out no. you know <laughs> sometimes that collision really like teaches you a lesson like yeah like like get the fuck out of the way yeah. <laughs> like little kids man <laughs> like so I, I took a lot of like collisions when i was a kid because i didn't know any better Me you too. know like <laughs> but like i just kept learning each time like you stop fucking up dude you gotta like not get in other people's way not think about yourself all the time like yeah. i was just being a little too selfish when i was a kid like it's normal but it's it's normal to everybody like yeah. they gotta like like, you're thinking about yourself first because you want to, like, learn and progress and stuff, but you got to, like, think of, like, what's around you. And, yeah. Like, people at, like, higher levels are going to be around you trying to do tricks that you can't even, like, comprehend, like, doing at that point in time. So it's, like, you got to, like, yeah. really take that, to th- like, to thought. And, it's shared space. Yeah, and, and share the hard, space, like, yeah. That's why I like skateboard lessons because it reminds me of that because I will help someone who's a beginner find their balance and I watch them and they have to be completely almost like I don't want to say selfish but they have to be completely in the moment paying attention to what they're doing while they're standing on the border they're going to get hurt because it's all new Mm -hmm. so they're unaware of everything around them and then it's just like so that's where I usually start is I'm like all right well let's watch our feet let's look which way we're going body falls the eyesight let's catch our balance get a good foundation figure out how to stand get your feet wide you got to be able yeah. to turn the thing, learn how to carve, all the fundamentals mm-hmm. that we take for granted because we've been skating for a long time. But like, it just constant reminding of that. And then I try to get them to cross and do a lap around the whole park. And then I tell them, keep your eyes up. Like, look, like we're gonna cross streams yeah, right the here. Head you on a make swivel. sure, yeah. Like we're going in the opposite direction right now. So like, it seems to help. And it's and then eventually they can get to the point where they're not so terrified about going down and up ramps and then they can start like putting their head up and looking around mm-hmm. and like get into a session yeah. you know it's yeah, like absolutely. it takes a long time to get to that point a lot of people get to parks and they get intimidated because there's too many people that are really good and you don't know where to get in you just want a little corner you know mm-hmm. the edge is good cuz it's 30,000 square feet you know yeah it's nice and open like you can there's a lot of like routes and places that yeah. you can like there's maneuver corners. and go around even if there's like three or four people going at once you're still able to like be able to do your trick you yeah. know it's like you could skate flat ground in between everything if you got the ability you know yeah yeah how like, how do you um sorry to derail a little bit but how do you uh connect with the red alert guys um funny story actually like i just went down there like i was curious of like how the park was going to be like um i never went to the old park yeah uh down in dover but when ralph I went, was there yeah, yeah i never got to meet those guys unfortunately oh I, ralph's a legend yeah i've heard very good things about ralph He's ralphie and, and all the ogs down in like the dover park yeah hell yeah that park's um, sick too I always wanted to go, man. The wall, Had rock, like rock ride, the wall ride that's made out of rocks, right? That's Dover. Uh, I think so. Yeah, there's like, like a bank, and then it goes up onto a walk, uh, rock wall ride, I believe, or maybe I'm mistaken. I've been to Dover though. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's like a Dover outdoor park, and then there was like the, the red indoor alert one. indoor yeah. one. But I never, I, I've gone to the outdoor one. That's I've, the one I was talking about. Yeah, the yeah, one. they have that one. Yeah, that's the rock wall you're talking about. Did they used about. to have a mini ramp there too? Yeah, they still have it. Crazy it's, good mini ramp. Yeah, it's like with a hip. Yeah, sort of. yeah, it has like the little hip space. Yeah, it's still there, but it's not going to be there long. Apparently, they're going to uh, the mini ramp's still going to be there, but Dover's thinking about moving like. Like making a brand new park, but I don't know when that's going to be. But they're planning on demolishing it 
like the park that they have there now. Yeah. Very slowly, they're taking their sweet time doing it. Like I think they were supposed to do it last summer, but it never ended up happening. Yeah. But. Don't do it till you have something figured out. Exactly. Okay? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, man. Like they're taking their time. It's good because like it's a decent park too. Like I have gone there a few times. Shot the shit with the Dover people. Like the Red Alert guys go there sometimes too because they're they live in that area. So. How far is Red Alert from you? Uh, it's about an hour drive. Dang. How often do you get there? I go there like two or three times a week. I Hell try yeah. to. Yeah. Like it's like, <laughs> dude, you need to skate. Huh? Yeah, man. I love it. Like, <laughs> like I I go to work and I'm like itching to skate sometimes when I'm like yeah. Like, I get out at, like, 3, 3.30, I'm just like, oh, man. Like, either I go home and, like, rest and, like, kind of, like, reevaluate my body and myself for a bit, or I just, like, go to the shop and see what the homies are doing. Yeah, it's amazing. But we need to, those places, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Especially in the winters, bro. bro. It's fucking without those places. I'm, like, social. Like, I like people, and I like being around people and, like, skating and just, like, I love that side of things. Yeah, man. But uh, to go back to how I met the Red Alert guys, I, I showed up to the Rochester Park one day. Nice. Uh, it was, like, my very first time there. Shout out Mikey Sheehan, Dylan Chew. Rosa, beal, the beal, homies. Beal. They were at the desk, and I filled out my waiver. Everything was all cool. They had, like, the cameras out front. Like, they had, like, a VX2000. It was Dylan's VX2000. Hell yeah. And then Mikey's DVX was, like, right next to it. And uh, I just shot the shit with them for a bit. Went and checked out the park. It was nice and cool. Like, yeah, had I a like good that time. Park. It's small, but it's, like, they put the right amount of ramps in there. And it's got, like, its own unique feel. And it's, like, one of those parks that... um. Like, I had one of those growing up, and it meant the world to me. wasn't perfect, but it was more than enough. It reminds me of, like, the old Bath Park. Like, I'm not sure if you ever Bath went Main? to that. Yeah, Bath Main. I never went there. Was it indoors, too? Yeah, it was indoors. They have a hip, like, similar to Red Alerts, but it was, like, but it's, like, edge style. Like, you know how it's, like, the full, like, pyramid, yeah, like, on both yeah. sides? Yeah. It was, like, one of those, but, like, the hip there is, like, has that kind of feeling to it. Definitely. And I like that hip. It's quick, and it's, like, shoots you up. And yeah, it's it like, springs you out and throws yeah. you out. But you gotta, like, it's all about getting the right angle for it. It might take a little time to get used to, but, like, yeah. once you do it, it's, like, one of your favorite hips that, to skate. Yeah. It's, like, I it's pretty rad. That. I can see that. They were filming there, like, my first time, like, Dylan and Mikey, they were filming each other back and forth, and and then it just started, we ended up skating the stair for a bit, like, it was my first time ever skating the sixth stair, and I got, like, three or four clips, like, yeah. with Mikey and Dylan, and everybody was there, like, Schaefer, shout out Schaefer, choo, and choo, Ed, choo, 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 choo. all the homies, <laughs> they were all there, and they just, like, like, it was cool to, like, see, like, that they kind of, like, accepted me on, like, the first day of being there. And yeah. then, like, from that day forward, it was just, like, all homies, all love. Like, going yeah. on trips, like, just figuring out the system, just figuring out, like, how things worked over there. And it was it was pretty rad. We have good times all the time. And That's the best when it lines up when someone comes and you just can tell they're into skating for, like, the same reasons you're into skating. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, we're all about just skating. And everyone clicks. Like, that's the best when that happens. For real, man. It was just good to, like, have, like, just to know that they're, that they're good people. Like, they're, yeah. they're really good people and they, they expect, they uh, accept who I am as a person. They keep hell it yeah. real, man. Like, yeah, hell yeah. Love them all to death, dude. They live free or die out there, boys. <laughs> Yo! 
<laughs> That'll live for life, man. They do a great job too. They're always doing some cool events and like keeping it going. It's like awesome to watch, you know? Yeah, dude. There's always good vibes there. We're actually in the process of uh, making a mini ramp. Like uh, nice. we're putting a new mini ramp where like the forest area was. Yeah. There's like a forest area and a hub on like the far right side of the park and we uh, started working on it last night. There's going to be a mini ramp there uh, finished up. I think by tomorrow, it'll what? be good to go. Like yeah. they're, The boys are working on it as we speak. Good dude. looks. Like, <laughs> good looks. Like, yeah. Keep it up, homies. Like You guys are doing great. And yeah. It, it should be good to go. Like Parks don't last without so. good people, so it's like you need a lot of people to like want to keep the park going, especially in the summer and spring and fall. It's like... People want to be outside, you know, mm-hmm. like it's just natural to be a skateboarder and want to go roam and be outside, Sad. not go pay for an indoor park, you know. But like if you if people are proactive and you build up a good community around the park and you guys are aware that, you know, everyone's just got to chip in and keep it going and then then it can work, you know, yeah, and for you sure. can create events and memories. And it's just like that was like a thing when I was growing up is like people were trying to they're like, why can't like why don't we have a lot of people making it from new england you know it's like well winter that was the yeah winter thing, you know it's like yeah they get skateboarding all year out there in california and all this stuff and that was kind of true but it's like we have indoor parks so we can like keep it going, going. there's more indoor parks and people are building the community and doing the work and everyone's paying their fair share we can have more parks and we can travel like it's sick that we got the edge we got hive we got red alert and you can kind of venture out see different skate communities and stuff it's fucking cool, man. Yeah, absolutely. It's always cool to like check out new parks and see new faces, get to meet them, and yeah. really socialize and like kind of vibe with them a bit as you're skating. It's like at Red Alert, I see new faces all the time, and it's like cool to like see them come out like from like Connecticut and like yeah. other like states, just to, like check out the park and like the vibe because they like hear about it and they they're curious to see like how it is over there, and it's like it's pretty cool to like. No, like it's like as what they thought it was, if not more. Like it's yeah. cool that they're they like go out of their way to drive here and actually enjoy like skating and enjoying the people there. It's 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 pretty rad. To, like, yeah, man, definitely. I to I enjoy like that. I like where we live too because we're in New England, so it's like there's so many different states right near and different cities, and there's so many different crews. And now there's so many. So many fucking uh, outdoor parks popping up. Oh yeah, dude! Like on 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 like in the summer, you could go on tour just in New England, hitting all these like brand new parks, and like film edits from every single one. You'd just be like, you'd have a, a checklist of parks to like. It would be never ending. Yeah, there'd still not be enough time in the day to like check them all out because <laughs> <It's they're>, sick. <laughs> like around Boston, for example, there's like Hyde Park, Plymouth Park. Somerville, all yeah. these like new concrete Lynch. parks that are coming out. Yeah. yeah, Lynch Lynch has been there for a little bit, but like these three parks have been like they're yeah. like relatively new from like two or three years ago. Yeah. Haven't checked any of them out because of really like, yeah, I haven't been able to check any Dude, of them out. Hyde Park's <laughs> intense. I've heard nothing but good things about Hyde Park. Like, yeah. there's at least been like ten, fifteen people telling me like, yo, you need to go. Like, you'd love that park. Like, yeah. it has like it's like. I've seen lots of clips and footage of it, and it just looks really rad. You're only 24, so yeah. you're like... Uh, I remember when I first started skating in New England, there was nothing really. Just a couple, like, prefab shitty ones, you know? Oh, We'd yeah. go have the time of our life, but they were just, like, dangerous, too. Might as well be DIY at some point, you know? Yeah, like, five years into my skating career, I wasn't really checking out parks. I was just skating in the street all the time. Do, do, do. Street skating <laughs> for <laughs> life. <laughs> <laughs> click, click. 
How many video parts have you had? Um, well, I've had probably like they're not necessarily video parts, but I've had like a park part with Red Alert. Nice. Um, That's a part that Dylan Is and I did. Um, it's uh, it's like all in the park, and it was all made in a month. It was oh, all right. it was like. All with the footage from the first session that I ever had is in that video. Really? Like, yeah. Like, Holy shit. We got it all done in oh, like yeah, a month. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Like from that day forward, it was like four or five clips. I'm like, yo, let's like, we should start something. We should make like a, like an edit or a video or something. He's like, yeah, I'm down. And yeah. like started grinding every week. Like go there, like think of a trick in mind, get it done, move on to the next one. Like yeah, it was just yeah. like hard work every day, like trying to grind that out and I like got broke off trying to get like my ender for it, and I end up was I was just like yeah I don't know when I'm gonna be back for to like film for this video, might as well just release it now like while we can or else like I was sketched out that like maybe I'll come back and the footage will be too old for me to like yeah, throw it yeah. out there. I kind of wanted to be like a whole month thing like yeah. within like three or four weeks, so end up being like that and it was came out good. Had uh, some mob deep in the nice. background still shining. <laughs> Yeah. Shout yeah. out Mob Deep. Rest in peace, Prodigy. <laughs> dude. Dude, dude, dude. One of the goats, dude. Dude, Mob Deep. <laughs> I used to, I, when I grew up, it was all about hip hop, dude. That was like my favorite. <laughs> I love hip hop, man. Like, yeah, that's good to hear. Yeah, dude. Like, it's timeless, man. I love listening to like 90s hip hop, unreleased, like Tupac, Biggie, like Mob Deep stuff. Like, yeah. it's just rad. To, like, Eminem has to. a new album. Yeah, Eminem's new album's pretty good. Like, I've yeah. listened to some of his songs on. On the track, he's shooting shots at like everybody. He's like responding to all the people that are yeah. like trying to like get their slice of like the beef. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it almost like seems like it's just fashionable to attack him because they know he's gonna come out with an album dissing him, and it's all like it's almost like cat and mouse. Yeah, because he's like clearly like technically better than everyone. <laughs> oh yeah, dude! Like there's he, like, one song in his new album. He's doing like a hundred words a minute or something. Yeah, uh, like, holy shit! I think it was uh, I have that Godzilla. Godzilla yeah. with Juice World is intense. Yeah, he's like spinning, spitting like five syllables a second or it's something insane, like that. Like yeah. it was crazy. <laughs> like the last like thirty seconds of the song, he's just like constantly like saying words. Yeah, you know? <laughs> so good, man. Like. I remember when Rap God came out, everyone was like, yo, this guy's, like, a legend, like, spitting, like, really fast. And then he came out with this stuff, and it's, like, even faster than Rap God was. It's yeah, like... it's just crazy. Uh, yeah, I used to always like Eminem, like, back in the day, like, when he first came out, he had, like, some sick-ass... Just the content of what he was talking about was this. Like, so the Slim Shady person. days. Yeah, it's just yeah. like, you're like, whoa, this is sick. <laughs> <laughs> He's, like, got people in his trunk and shit. Oh, yeah, dude, like, Stan, dude. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, it gets that's... super dark. Like... Oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> That song in general is just dark as shit, dude. Yeah. Like, the new album, too. I, I got to re-listen to some of it, but he's talking like from some perspectives of like school shooters and shit. It's like, really? intense to like sit down and try to write rhymes from that angle. It's like, woo! But if anyone can, he can. He know? can, like, yeah. He's crafted a career where it's like he's known for being shady, slim yeah. shady. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and being like... Being that dude who really, like, brings up, like, sensitive topics and, like, is, like, edgy, but not, like, too edgy, you know? Like, yeah. he, like, makes you, like, think about the certain topic, but you don't get pissed off about it. It's just like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. he really just brought that up. Like, dude, he's, he could tell any story with just his ability of, like, his uh, language abilities, you know? And, like, oh, yeah. He could tell any type of story. That's the thing with, like, 
like people get into rap and they sound so silly at first because they're just learning how to like do it and craft the syllables and like figure out how to catch a rhythm and like they don't actually have the technical ability to tell like a big complex story about mm-hmm. anything you know yeah. so they get into it. it's easier to get into rap with just like a trap beat and then like a couple words and just try to make it sound hooky you know but like someone like him it's like He's a fucking master of that. Yeah, he's like know? a pioneer. He's like yeah. one of the last ones to like really like yeah, like a lyricist. Be like a lyricist that writes their own stuff, um, produces like some of his beats as well. He's like somewhat of a producer too. Yeah, I'm sure. And he um, he's just an entrepreneur too. Like the guy just does a lot of things for the rap game. This is the Eminem where we suck his dick. Yeah, (laughs) I know, right? You're welcome. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but he is. But yeah, dude, you know, it's crazy. Real man. (laughs) I like a lot of. I like um, Brother Ali too. Real good album. Just like um, overweight albino rapper. Oh yeah, can't really see. See? I think he's technically legally blind. Blind. Really. But uh, kind of the opposite of Eminem. But like, just as good. Like he could tell any story. Like. So good, like I don't know. You should check that out. It's, it's cool, right like I've I've heard a couple songs from him. It's cool, like hearing a perspective of someone who's like blind and you can't really like yeah, yeah. see, but he can like he tells you stories about what like he's like already seen in his in his life already. Yeah, like, it's it's kind of cool. Seen, seen like yeah, felt. like <laughs> felt or like yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> he's not. I don't even think he's fully blind. I think he's just like legally blind to the wor- point where he can't drive. But still, imagine having like. Any of your senses muted, or like, like that happens to people as they get older, you know. Like, have, have you seen Dan Mancina? Like, who's that? he's like some blind professional skateboarder, oh, and no, he was in Tampa Pro. Oh yeah, yeah. I've yeah this guy's like, he's actually really good for being blind, man. I got to give him his props. Dude, they like, like he. I've seen a few of those clips where they got the cane and they like can't see, and they're literally out there doing like kick flips and tranny tricks and shit. I'm like. That's net, that's like Spider Man shit where you're using your sonar. Yeah. Like, pew, pew, pew. Like, yeah, he's like going to street spots <laughs> using his cane to like see how far he needs to like start from and like when he needs to pop and shit. It's, it's like insane. really crazy, man. Yeah. Like, sp- like hearing like what his process like is like step by step process to like get a trick like no matter what obstacle it is is just absolutely insane. It's, insane. it's incredible, dude. It's what we do, but minus the sense. Sense. Yeah, yeah. which is insane. He like, like. I can't even imagine that, man. Like, just, like, not being able to see and just using a cane to just, like, see, like, how far away you need to pop. And, like, you can't even see where you're going, man. Like- <laughs> on, the, on the last podcast, me and Goon were talking about, like, um, blacking out and still riding away from tricks. Oh, yeah. I've been trying to trick for, like, two hours, and it's scary, and you're like, I'm either going to slam or make, and you just, like, kind of black, black out. out and yeah. And you're riding away. Every trick for those ty- the dudes without sight, every trick is a yeah. blackout. Oh, it's, trick. it's literally a blackout <laughs> trick for yeah. them. <laughs> They're just hanging on the whole time. There's like, did I? Am I riding away right now? <laughs> <laughs> it's all feeling. Feeling, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, I've, I've had those. I've had that happen to me a couple times yeah, where nice. I've like blacked out on like a trick. Yeah. Where it feels like my eyes are like rolling in the back of my head as I'm like riding away, but yeah. like it's just me, just like, oh my god, I'm actually like processing what happened it's like when you restart your computer like on a pc or something you hit the reset button it's like that happens or like when when uh you blow a fuse or when it like your 
whole block gets like blacked out and like the whole power ends up going off and it shuts back off <laughs> shuts back on turns back on <laughs> you're just like whoa I'm actually I actually I'm riding away my board's under my feet <laughs> sometimes it's just like uh, it takes that to get to, to the land you know you yeah like stress yourself just out. digging deep and just using that adrenaline as like fuel to like keep it going like you probably don't feel that you might feel that pain just a little bit at that point in time but it's like you're probably not going to feel that until, like, hours later. Yeah, like, you might as well get it done it. while you're, like, in the moment. I can't tell you how many times I've been there and I'm, like, trying the goddamn trick and it's something that's scary and I'm just, like, it's it's a matter of me managing my energy before I get too tired to, to actually commit to it. Oh, yeah. And then that's when it happens when you're just, like, you're inching closer, inching closer, and then you're just getting to the point where you're exhausted, you're running out of energy, your legs are cramping, cramping. and you're like, and then that's when you black out and ride away because your body, your mind's like, no, and your body's like, we're still stuck in repetitive mode, and you just ride it out. It's like your brain was in the way, and then it just shut down and made you ride away. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. You know, like you ever played those video games where it has like the health bar on top? Like yeah. it's like. Like your uh, stamina bar is just like getting lower and lower, and you can like you can like see it in your mind. You like know that you're like draining. You only have like this much left. Yeah, but, that like, causes people to freak out. Freak out. out. Yeah. But you're just like, oh man, I know that I only have like a little bit left to do in this. I only got a little bit left in the tank. You like try and use that to like the best. I'll even ability. call myself names. Names. I used yeah. to like, like stop being a bitch. Yeah, like, <laughs> like fucking sack up, dude. You got to do this now. You know? <laughs> And then you like, take a hard ass slam. slam. You're like, deserve that. Yeah, that <laughs> happened to me in uh, South Boston. Like, there's like that three or four block in South Boston yeah. or something at the park there. Yeah, it's, it's like right it's outside around the, the park, but yeah. it's like right there. Yeah, I tried to not only big heel it, nice. and like I spent like a good half hour, forty five minutes getting like all cut up and slamming and stuff. There was like at least four or five times where I like stuck and started riding away, and it just like slipped right out, and I was yeah. just like slamming so hard. Just and then one off. just really got me like right in the hip, and I was like, yep, that's the one. Like, I, <laughs> like, I, I, cannot, I cannot go any longer. Like, yeah. I was like, I like used that, 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 uh, that stamina bar thing. I was like, yeah. I probably don't have a lot of time left. Went for it all, stuck it, and just slammed. Like, like when you... Slam and slide out. It's like usually a delay. It's like you slot, you like land and then slide. This one was just land, boom, right to the ground, Brutal. straight hip. I'm you didn't even like, catch oh, yourself. Yeah. yeah, nothing. That's when you know you got to call it quits for the day. I'm like, yep. Uh, Except yeah. if you <laughs> go home mad, shower up, know that you have to go back, back. now. Yeah, you're like, I hate myself. Every beat. that's when it's <laughs> not the best, and you're just like pissed off, sad, bloody, and in. In your own sweat, your pants are ruined. They're probably ripped. Your yep. shirt was white. I don't white. know why you wore a white shirt. Shirt that session. day. <laughs> you got a big shit stain, what looks like a shit stain on the back. What's funny is that I did wear a white shirt that <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, of, of course, dude. It was all fucked up, dude. I had to change up. <laughs> dude, skateboarding can be such hell sometimes. It's unbelievable. <laughs> oh, yeah. That spot is, like, dirty, too. It's, like, yeah. it, get, it collects all the dirt. You had to, like, sweep it up and stuff because it doesn't really – it gets neglected. I've only been to that spot once. So it's yeah. like I've seen it in videos in the past, but I can just tell that no one really goes there that much. Yeah. So it's like gl- glass shards and like rocks and all this shit. It's like all over the ground. Literally, I tried to ollie it first thing, put my hand down right on a glass shard, started bleeding. Like, uh, of course, every time, every <laughs> attempt I had to like go over to my towel, I usually pick up like a towel. Choo. I'll, I'll snag one too. Kids in with me. Kids in with me. Talking Jeez. about bleeding and skateboarding, boys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course that happens, though. That always happens to me. I'm super excited. Get to the spot. Like, yo, we're going to get this in five tries. 
first try, you fall. Hand goes down about a chunk of glass that you just didn't see. It's just big enough to lodge itself into In. like some meaty part of your palm. And you're like, all right, well, there goes all my fucking enthusiasm. <laughs> the fucking sails have stopped, stopped. blowing. <laughs> and now I have to dig this piece of fucking glass yes. out of my meaty-ass palm. The worst. Dude, that's literally how I felt, man. Like, yeah. I, I usually bring a towel when I go in street skating. Good just idea. in case that shit happens. Good like, idea. Yeah. I had to, like, pat like pat my hand every attempt, dude, because oh. it was just like... Yeah, of course. You're leaking not down my hand right. after every try, I was like, "Fuck, dude! I'm gonna start getting blood on my shirt." I did get end up getting blood and that fresh all over tea. my yeah. pants and shirt. It was fucked up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. But it's all good. I brought a spare shirt at least, so it was, yeah. it was good. I had a feeling that like I was gonna ruin that white shirt at some point in the day. Chalk it up to part of the game. Oh yeah, For man. Real. Been part there, game, been man. there, bro. It's the worst trying to pull shit out of your like. Gravel out of your palms, glass out of your palms. Someone came up to me the other day at the park. Gavin, Gavin came up to me and he had the biggest splinter under his fucking nail. Oh shit! Yeah, he said he was waxing the ledge and there was a little sliver sticking up and it went back oh, under his no fucking fingernail. Way. Yeah, like a horror movie shit where you're just like, I gotta pull this huge stick out of your thumb. He was fine though. It's just gonna take like six months to grow out, you know. Yeah, that sucks, dude. That happened to me one time. Like, there's a couple times where I like had to have my nail fall off on its own to yep. like have it grow back. Uh, I was skating rotary one day, and they have like this small like ledge there that was like I used to like grind on all the time. It was probably like not even a foot hot, foot high. That's good. So well, I was just like learning all my tricks and basics and stuff on it, just like messing around and. I think I tried to 50-50, front 50, nolly big spin out, and it, like, it, like, flipped a little bit, and it, like, karate chopped my big toe, like, yep. and instantly turned purple. It took, like, three weeks, three, four weeks for it to, like, fall out, yep. and it took, like, another, like, seven to eight months for it to grow back. Yeah, like, it's intense process. It happened in, like, October, and I went to Woodward, like, that next, like, August. Woodward East? Yeah, Woodward East. I went there a couple times. Hell yeah. And it was still, like, in the process of growing back. It still looked all fucked up. <laughs> it's brutal. Dude, I have, I've had a broken toe now, Bryce, for about six years. Like, really? Like, it gets better, and then it, I fall on it again, and it's a whole rehab thing. It's to the point now where I don't even think about it because I, I think I got past it. But, like, literally for six years, I'm just, like, every time I'd skate, I'd have to ice this thing, kind of, like, try to pull the toe back into line because it was, like, oh. all the other ones are, like, good soldiers, you know? This one <laughs> toe is just, like, where the knuckle was, where it broke. I didn't go to the doctors or anything because it's just, like... There's only so much they can do with a broken yeah. toe. I got popsicle broken finger, sticks you know I mean? yeah. and fucking got to do it. <laughs> Splinted, yeah. They want to yeah. put a pin in there, you know? Oh, yeah. That's what I imagine. And then you're out because you have surgery. I just dealt with it. It's fine now, so I don't recommend that. I'm not a doctor, but... <laughs> yeah, that's how it is with my knees. I have, like, pretty bad knees over the years because I used to skate, like, stairs. That was, like, my big thing back in the day. Like, yeah. I was just skating... I would skate flat ground, and I'd just try and bring it to something big. That's just how that. it was. Yeah. There was, like, barely any ledge skating when I was growing up, so, I would, like, over time, I just, like, kept, like... It was mostly all flat ground flips and drops. Yeah, yeah. For like for a long time, you're man. a beast, like, bro. <laughs> yeah, up until I like started going to like parks, like more like yeah. Portland Park when that started opening up, like back in 2011, I believe. Yeah, I think it was 
It was like fall 2010 is when it came out. I remember going there the first time with my buddy Maxwell. Rest in peace. Homie Maxwell. R.I.P. And uh, I went there, dude. We got baked to shit in my <laughs> in uh, my buddy Billy's car. Billy Megan, shout out to him. <laughs> and uh, we like smoked in his Impala. We like smoked like two or three joints. <laughs> Sounds cool. It was like a, it was like this kind of weather, uh, where like wasn't too hot, wasn't too cold. It was a little breezy, and show up in like fucking sunglasses. I don't know why we like skated in sunglasses, but we just looked goofy as shit, just like skating <laughs> the park. Because your future is too bright, right? Yeah, Cristalia wears the sunglasses. It was like <laughs> it was like cloudy like this. It wasn't even like that bright. We were just fucking kids, kids like fucking around the park with shades on. Yo, we who are get- those dudes all with the glasses <laughs> on a cloudy day? <laughs> My buddy, buddy Billy was like standing there with his like. Arms crossed like a fucking bodyguard. Like it's a fucking album cover? Yeah, dude. Like looking like Biggie with his arms arms crossed. While Max and I are just like fucking around the park laughing. Getting the giggles from from being so big. Perfect. That's my favorite days. Oh, yeah, dude. I miss having the giggles. Oh, I still... Dude, don't. (laughs) We can have giggles right now. Oh, yeah, dude. All right, we do have questions from online, so I'm going to pull out some of those. Word. I'm going to answer Goonan, though, because Goonan's moving in. So, running a bit late, you're going to be home. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Come whenever. Um, yeah, I do have a couple questions from online, so we should try to uh, get to those. Oh, okay. Amstein Skater 911. What up? Anders. This is my homie Anders. He says, what's the best place you've ever skated before? Ooh, good question. Um, well... There, I've mostly been to like parks. Like I've gone to Camp Woodward a couple times. Yeah. Like that place is like heaven on earth. East only, or yeah, east yeah. only. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of it? It was beautiful, man. Like the people there, uh, the obstacles, like everything outside of camp. It was just like, like it's like all grass fields that are all mowed. So it was just like sick. It was just for miles. It was just like mowed grass, and there's like you're surrounded by. Pennsylvania Hills. Yeah, Amish it was just, people, too. Oh, yeah, Amish people riding like, around with their horse horses and, buggies, and carriages yeah. and shit. Yeah, dude, you're, like, in the middle of Amish country. It's, like, eight, nine hours out there, for it's sure. Like, it's, like, seven and a half or something, okay, yeah, yeah from, like, sense. my house. But, like, I flew out there. Like, I took a flight from Logan. Uh, not Logan. I went from Portland to State Philadelphia. College? Yeah, yeah, State College. Yeah, that's from, too. Yeah, you fly into State College, but you have to get there from Philly first. You have to yeah. go to Philly in order to get to State College. No shit. Philly sucks, dude. <laughs> Philly rough? Airport is rough, man. Oh, I imagine. Like, there was... Uh, <laughs> Any ex- big airport like that is intense. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, two times I've had to... My flight either got canceled... Oh, my flight got canceled twice in Philadelphia. Jesus. Two separate years, like, it was like back-to-back. One was going... Back home the first year, um, what happened was my flight got canceled. I was there for like six or seven hours. Had to like take this uh, other flight to Washington, D.C. Yeah. End up going there. I slept on the plane. I woke up like as we're touching the ground, like the wheels are hitting the ground. I wake up. I had no time to chill out. I like go into like the airport there's people already boarding the plane to portland like uh, in the terminal i'm like nothing worse than when you oh, catch shit. a layover and you have to run run yeah, yeah. Dude. i didn't even know like i like just got to my terminal there's people just putting their boarding passes and i'm like i'm glad i got there in time man jesus like 
I've been in lots of situations where you're just like you're already realizing that your flight was delayed and you're coming in late and you're like my layover is about to go, no. dude. And you're like fucking nightmare. Yeah, dude. Like in, twice in Philly. Oh, twice in Philly, and then the next one was going there to the to Woodward, and that one was crazy because I like I got to Philly, thought everything was all good. I'm looking at the plane that I'm about to go on, like looking at the plane that is uh, going to to Woodward, yeah. and all of a sudden I hear this like shit on the intercom saying that it was like the, the flight to State College is uh, is canceled. Like, excuse me, excuse me, passengers, passenger, this is Captain O'Neill. I'd like <laughs> to say that you're going to be sitting on this sweaty ass plane with all these annoying ass people for about four hours Where's before you get clearance. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh god, dude. God, dude, it was it was wild. Like, luckily enough, there was uh, these Woodward West counselors, like cabin counselors that were there, like instructors that were going to Woodward East for the week because they like closed down the week before. Because oh, Woodward right. West closed like a week before Woodward East does. No shit. So they like were going to check out uh, Woodward East for the week just to like spend some time or whatever and and do lessons and whatever they needed to do. And were you going as a guest? Yeah, I'm going as like a as a camper. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going yeah, as a yeah. camper. Um, and they, uh, they show up, like, they were there, like, they were supposed to go on my flight, and then they, like, go up to, like, the desk, where, like, like, the desk is, like, a hundred people long, they're all, like, trying to figure out where the hell to go. Like, You're all fucked. You're the, all fucked. Yeah, no they're way. all fucked. They was trying to figure out, like, if there's any public transportation to get to, like, their, their destination and shit, but come to find out, there was, like, no planes, no flights going to State College. So we it was either stay there and wait for the next flight or like figure something out with uh the tr- Woodward transportation and luckily enough I was with these like uh Woodward instructors from Woodward West that like got a hold of uh they did the Woodward all the work. Yeah, they got a hold of like the Woodward drivers like the ones that like pick you up in like the van at the airport and this this trooper drove all the way from Woodward like all the way from the camp How far is that? to Couple Philadelphia hours? 3 hour drive damn 3 hour drive from Philly from Woodward all the way to Philly to pick us up and then drive 3 hours back damn just to bring and us like to the camp volunteers sometimes yeah dude like yeah. this guy like volunteered he told us like someone's dad like yeah man yeah it was like somebody's dad dude it was crazy like I'm little Chucky's dad, and I'm picking you up, boys. <laughs> Sorry about the flight like, issues. <laughs> I'm like, yo, man, you're a trooper. I was, like, thanking him, like, almost the whole way there. I'm like, yo. That worked like, out super good for you. Oh, yeah, dude, but it was it was good because, like, it's weird over there. Like, you have to wait until, like, 7. There's, like, an orientation that they have before you skate. Um, I was going to – if I if my flight actually went through, I was going to go there. I was going to be there by, like, 2 or something. Yeah. So I would have had to wait, like, four or five hours before I can actually skate. So when I got there, it was, like, perfect timing for, like, the cabin photo. Yeah. Uh, looking around the park. There was actually – they, like, took out the old cage. There was, like, this uh, park called The Cage where they hosted, like, the X Games yeah. in, like, 1995 or I something. Remember. Dave Muir, I think, won that. Yeah. But it was I like, remember that, actually. Yeah, it was, yeah. like, a, they, like, kept the park there, and I got to skate the old one before they demolished it and made the new one the next year. Right. So we got to check out the new cage, and it was, like, beautiful, dude. Like, yeah. you're, like, like, the concrete there is just, like, you're, like, gliding. Like, yeah. you, like you're not losing speed. You're just flying around the park. You don't even feel like you're riding because you're just, like, 
going so fast, you know. But it's so cool. Yeah, that place was so rad. Like they have like six skate parks, basically, right? And yeah, they have like eight or something. They more, have like yeah. four indoor, outdoor, outdoor, four yeah. indoor, or something like that. It's crazy. It's gymnastics too. Yeah, they do gymnastics. There's like go karts, horseback riding. Yeah. Um, there's like the the spots you can get food, paintball. I never yeah. got to play paintball because I was just too busy skating with the cabin mates. Cabin mates and I had a good time. Like that was some good <laughs> shit. Like we had, uh, a <laughs> we had a good time, man. Like sh- shout out to uh, Alberto Oliver, Yo. Uh, from New York. He's, he's pretty rad. <laughs> like he uh, he was the cabin counselor uh, my first year, and uh, I like m- talked to some of the old cabin uh, mates that I had from that year, and we made this plan to like have a cabin together next year. And I, I told Alberto that that my buddy Russ and I, Russ Percalis, he's from New York as well. Yeah. Well, he's from Jersey, actually. Shout nice. out to him. Jersey, and, uh, dirty Jersey. <laughs> building, building. I actually went to Woodward a couple times as a visiting pro. Oh, really? Woodward? That's New sick. York. I've been to both Woodwards. Woodward, Woodward West and East a few times. It's amazing. As a visiting pro, it's sick because they put you up in the sick ass spot. Oh yeah, like, you have like the they have like the lot and shit. Yeah, there's like, like the Swud's suite. cabin, and then there's the other one up on the hill, the house. Yeah, yeah. Whatever that one or the hotel or whatever. I've stayed in both. Those. Yeah, you have like the hot tub and shit. Yeah, like, it's pimp, dude. That's rad. As a visiting pro, it's really awesome. Oh yeah, dude. And then um, my friend Tim Rio, shout out while we're doing shout outs, my G, Tim Rio, uh, kid I grew up with skating, who's just a legendary human. Um. He used to be an instructor there. Oh, word. So it was cool just to know Tim, and, like, he'd always get us to come as visiting pros. I think I was riding for Zoo York at the time. Super fun, man. That's I liked sick, horseback dude. riding. That was crazy. I never – there's a lot of things you're that I never got to do. You're built to ride a horse. Just, <laughs> I, you're, like, you're, like, got a wide stance. Like, you could probably grip onto a horse oh, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, I, I imagine. S- I used to play, like, Zelda as a kid. Yeah. So, like, I used to always want to fucking ride horses and shit <laughs> as a kid. Like, no, like Zelda for Nintendo? Yeah, Nintendo Original? 64. Oh, 64. Yeah, four. Yeah. I'm older than you. 64 was, four. like, when I kind of fell out of Nintendo. Yeah, Ocarina of Time was rad, dude. That was a good game. You're like, it took a me like language, bro. <laughs> I just remember the original. <laughs> I feel that, dude. <laughs> That's fine, though. <laughs> yeah, dude, N64 was, like, my childhood, man. Like, I got was, into, like, like, Mario, right? Yeah, Mar- Super Mario 64 was another game that I yeah, played. Yeah, that one was fun. That one was good. Those games lasted a long time. Like, you, took, you had to take a lot of time to, like, really get to the end and, like, do all the missions and stuff. Like... It's crazy how, like, video games have changed over time and how, like, certain campaigns and certain video games have, like, like really set an example for, like... Set the tone. Set the almost. tone for, yeah. like, video games nowadays and, yeah. and campaigns and et cetera. Like it's, um, before we go off topic, I wanted to go back to where I was thinking about... Um, yeah, they have, like, a grace period when the kids show up, the campers show up. You can't skate till like, is it the next day? Like, you have to show up, and then they're not allowed to skate? You have until, like, 7. It's, like, Sunday uh, at 7 o'clock is when, like, you start skating. Yeah. But in the mornings, like, are you talking about, like, in the mornings, or are you well, talking no, about, like, I, when you get there? I remember that, like, there was a policy, so when all the campers would show up, they're all too excited, and people usually get hurt. Yeah, there's, like, an excited. orientation. Yeah. yeah, so they make you, they, like, put you through the ringer before you even get a skate, so you calm down a little bit. Because kids show up to where we're like, let's fucking go! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, like, give you, like, the walkthrough of, like, the yeah. whole park. Like to like the tour, so that you like don't Calm get the urge down. to like go yeah. and do it. Yeah, that was me my first year, man. I like went around, did the whole tour myself, skated around and shit. Got hagged out by somebody that was working there. Got like, what? Yeah. 
hagged out, like hagged yelled out? out, yelled at, and like I've never heard that hagged out. It's like more of like a main term. It seems like I'm like getting yelled that, at. <laughs> Go yeah. for it, man! Like <laughs> nice. I've been saying that for a long time. My buddy Maxwell actually like Coined like it. introduced me to that, like <laughs> he hagged, hagged out. out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when your parents hag you out, they fucking hag you wring out. your neck and shit, dude. Yo, <laughs> chill, motherfuckers. Yeah, dude. I wouldn't say that to my parents. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but, yeah, dude, I got yelled at by, like, one of the cabin counselors, dude. And they're like, yeah, you're not supposed to skate yet. And I was just like, I don't know. I, I don't know what goes down here, man. I'm Can't new. Help <laughs> Can't help it. I'm sorry. Eight <laughs> parks. Eight parks. He was like, you don't have your helmet on. And you're riding around. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> dude, they got to like, do that. I'm sorry, gotta, dude. <laughs> when I go to the edge, I do that to kids, and they think I'm serious. But I just, I'm not even working half. When I go to the edge, I'm not even really working. I'll just do lessons independently, but I'm not on the clock or working with them. But kids will think I am just because I'm always there teaching there. skateboard lessons. So they're like, he must be like someone who works here. So they come up to me randomly and ask me questions like. Oh, can I do this? That I'm like, I don't really work here, bro. Or they'll, or I'll roll by and I see him without a helmet. I put your helmet on, and they're like, get freaked out. No. They're like, yo, he works here. I'm like, yeah. I just pretend like they got to do that because yeah. kids don't. If you don't like, let them know. They'll just like take their helmet off, get hurt, then the whole park's in jeopardy. Yeah, exactly, man. Um, okay, so. The question was, what's the best place you've ever skated? We talked. We went off yeah. a tangent on Woodward. Would you say Woodward or what about Street? A street? I'd say I went to Providence this summer to like street skate. Good that, answer. That, yeah, Providence is pretty rad. I went there to street skate. Boston's like, like I've been there like the street skate like as like a city more than any other one. So I'd, I'd say Boston takes the cake. Yeah, like, yeah. Just because like every time I go there, it's like. I know people that live there. There's like certain spots that I don't know or have never been to or have only been there a handful of times, never got the chance to skate them. Or so the weather I, destroyed them and then they rebuilt build it. New and you're like, this is totally different this year. And yeah. Yeah. Awesome. It's just the experiences that I've had in Boston definitely take the cake as far as like street skating goes. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. I, lo- I enjoy going there. Good people, good spots. Hell yeah. My favorite place that I've ever skated was maybe China. Went to China really? twice. Yeah, and it's China a, ledges, dude. Dude, and it's everything you imagine. It's all the marble ledges. All marble. It's all like banks and like there's just spots where like this is a plaza that's not meant for skating, but it might as well have been. You know, like yeah. you basically just built a street skate park somehow without realizing it. it. Yeah, and you're just like going around, and it's like you're. When I went, it was like over a decade ago, but it was just like skating was still s- sort of new to them. So like people would just gather around. You'd feel like you're putting on a demo. Because they oh, don't yeah. know what it is. They're just watching you, like, try a trick for an hour and a half. And then you land, and there's, like, 40 people cheering for you. And you're like, and you can't even speak the same <laughs> language. You're like, yeah. what the fuck? This is so crazy, you know? Um, yeah, that. And then just going out of the country is pretty wild. Just seeing how other people live. It's not the same as you, and you're submersed yeah. in it. It's like, just makes you realize there's other way to do things than what you're used to, you know? Yeah, that's awesome, man. I've always wanted to explore out of the country. I haven't left the United States yet. I got my passport just Hell about yeah. a little, little under a year ago. So I'm like... Dude, took your time with the license, but hurried on yeah, that passport. Yeah, passport, G- man. G6, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get to Europe Dude, soon. Dude, Bryce is going overseas, boys. <laughs> Eventually, man. Eventually. I actually... I was Earlier when we were, earlier when we were talking, I was thinking, and I, was, I wanted to ask you, like, uh, what's your vision with skating? Like, I know you love skating. 
and you've been doing it and you like working on videos and film and stuff, like what would be your objective? Like if you could do things with skating in like for another five, six, ten years, like what would you want to do with your skating or where would you hope it would take you or like what do you what do you think about skating? Well, I kinda use skating as like like I've like grown up with people that are like older than me. I'm always used to like people that are like that I looked up to, you know? Like yeah. I kinda wanna like be able to do that with like the younger generation. Like inspire others to like step up their game and like use like my skating as like an example of like like hard work is really like like really important you know you got to really put in your hours and time and effort to like really get to where you need to be that's like that mama mentality kobe bryant you know what i mean like rest in peace to kobe like like, used used him as like his mentality as like an inspiration to like really keep grinding and do that and that's what i eventually want to do with like the other generation is just like the the younger the younger boys is to like the younger boys and girls to just inspire and like kind of like have have them like have a good upgrade upbringing like something that i didn't have or close to what i had you know what i mean and that's good that's awesome i eventually want to like b- bring back to the skateboarding community like give back a bit more like eventually have like a company maybe Hell yeah. like my brother and i had our own like company back in the day like shortly after my buddy maxwell passed away it was called flare Flare. Nice. We like sold sunglasses. We sold boards and <laughs> stuff, and it was it was pretty rad. It was a good thing for like a good year and a half. I that skated. was just you and your brother. Together? Yeah, it was just my older brother and I. Um, Max's dad played a role in it too. Like he helped out, like bring some of the product in, and like that's awesome. And we we sold it. We we sold some product. It was a good time. We just like kind Probably of like dropped a good after experience a while. Somewhere. It was definitely a good experience to like. I wasn't really a business owner. It was more like my older brother doing it, but I like kind of played a role in like trying to be like a salesman and like try and like support it and like yeah. spread it out a bit more you know so it was it was pretty good like it was definitely a good like experience to like like to go through you know it was pretty rad dude definitely that's like um it's definitely good to like practice that and to try and figure it out because it's not something that it's something you have to figure out to own a business or a brand or to build it it has to be organic to you so you have to figure out and then if there's other people involved, then you guys all have to figure out a system that works and who has what role and how it's going to work and why are we doing this. There's like, And you have to get some experience to know why you even want to do that, mm-hmm. especially if it's like something with skating. Like for me, it took me – I had to go out, skate my ass off, dream about getting hooked up so I could get paid and travel and just skate. That was like my dream as a kid. I was like – I was like, you know what? I'm going to be 18, and then I'm going to be working a job. And that started taking away from my skate time. Mm -hmm. And I kept dreaming. I was like, yeah, but I want to keep getting better, and I bet I could do this. And I pictured the video parts, and like, (laughs) I wanted to travel to the places I saw other people go in videos and Mm -hmm. just like the interviews and stuff that other people did in Trailblaze. I was like, I aspire to do all that. So. I just, like, kept going, and then I realized, all right, well, if I don't... There was a point where, like, you get... I had sponsors and stuff, and it helped, and then there's this point where there was no sponsors, and mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, what do I do now, you know? Yeah. Like, what do we do? And then that's when you're like, all right, well, then we got to get better and figure yeah, get out back to work, man. how like, to be the sponsor or to build something where mm-hmm. we can be involved, you know? And, like, it's good to go out and experience everything. Like, seriously, your age from, like, 18 when I graduated to... 28 when i actually turned pro i was just out there t- like 
barely any money, but enough just to like go on trips, make connections, create opportunity, keep it moving, meet people, had people supporting me and like helping me get tickets or pay entry fees or give me a couch to sleep on, Mm -hmm. but support the dream and the vision, you know? And I was like, because I was much like a lot of skateboarders, I was dreaming about maybe having the name on the board Board. one day or a shoe or like even just a steady paycheck so I could work on my skating and not have to worry about my necessities, like where I'm going to live and how I'm going to eat and actually be like an artist in some aspect. Um, Some people can do that through competition. They compete in the competitions and they're good at that. I never was good at that. I don't know. How do you do in contests? Uh, well, I actually, like, just, like, competing at a young age. Like, I used to bowl as a kid. Like, Hell, I, did yeah, you? Yeah, I used to bowl. You like, look like a bowler. <laughs> you got, like, a good build for a bowler. Really? That's funny. You get funny. the wide shoulders. Like. <laughs> that's, that's funny as hell because, awesome. like, I used to compete against my bro- my older brother in bowling as a young kid, like, five, four or five years old. Damn, sick. I, I did it until I was, like, eight or nine, but my mom would get us into these, like, bowling leagues. Really? Yeah, in Saco, like Vacationland Bowling Center. It's not a thing anymore. <laughs> they they were. They, it's been gone for like a couple Perfect years, name, two or though. three years. Yeah, Vacationland Bowling Center. <laughs> so good. I'll never forget that place. We used to host like birthday parties and shit there. And do you like, ever roll a turkey? Three in a row, three strikes in a row. Isn't that a turkey? <gasps> yeah, it is a turkey. I'm I'm trying to think if I did or not. I'm not sure if I did. Like yeah. I don't want to lie and say that I did. If I he, didn't, he did. you know what I mean. He fucking did. <laughs> <laughs> but doesn't would, matter. He did now. I wasn't the best bowler, but like I was always on a winning team. Like my brother would always be like on a team that was good, but his teammates wouldn't show up for like the the matches. So Assholes. he would always he he would always get a shittier position than I would. There was only like one year where like his team like finished better than i did hard to find a bunch of dudes that are focused on bowling all the time huh exactly man they're out like like when cell phones came out they've been like the sidekicks and shit like <laughs> they're busy like so with their sidekicks on my phone <laughs> <laughs> trying to like make dates to go to like the movies and shit or something like trying to get some pussy <laughs> like sure. fifth grade <laughs> <laughs> whatever <laughs> whatever works man Depends like early. but it was pretty rad dude definitely a good experience i've been like bowling a little bit here and there Seems lately fun. like i went there i went to dover bowl actually last week with mikey hell yeah and mikey uh, seems like a good bowler oh yeah dude he actually kills it on the i believe ball. it dude. Yeah, he kills it man he lives like right by the bowling alley like his house is like right down the road so he seems like, like pure hype i've only like hung out with him a few times but he's he has good energy. That's very crystal of me to say, but that guy has good energy. Yeah, Mikey. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I love Michael, man. He's Seems the like shit. a classic individual. I love sp- – oh, yeah. I love spending time with that dude. Pretty man. much all those Red Alert dudes, everyone associated with that park seems like pretty uh, down-to-earth classic people. Oh, yeah, dude. And they know how to get down too. Like Yeah. Good like, times. Oh, yeah, dude. Like we went to Prov in – we like uh, went to like this after party. Went to the Roll for Rob after party. Oh hell yeah! And uh, Jim Thebow was there, and we met him. What? Sick. Yeah, we had Legend. like a conversation for like twenty, thirty minutes, just like that was very having specific. a beer. Twenty three, <laughs> twenty or thirty minutes or oh, something. 20 or 30. Yeah, twenty one. <laughs> you said specific time. Twenty three like, minutes specifically. I timed the whole conversation. You're like, and we're done, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna remember this twenty three minutes for the rest of my life. <laughs> He's a legend. Though. Oh yeah, man! Yeah. It was it was an honor to like be able to like have like a talk with him. It was. He's cool. one of those people that have managed to carve a niche in the skateboard where they're able to help it grow and like keep a job within it. 
just amazing and unbelievable to do, you know? Yeah, my buddy uh, Jack, Jack Lombard, shout out to him. He's uh, he's one of the Red Alert riders, and him, he actually wanted to go introduce himself to Jim, uh, uh. and uh, I, I went up to him with Jack, and... Uh, we introduced ourselves. We like shot the shit, and he remembered me from from the roll for Rob event, oh, like sick. during the after party. So he, him and I made eye contact, started walking over towards me. There was no seats around. I fucking pulled up the seat for the ledge, and I was like, "Yo, man, you deserve everything and then some, man, for what you've done for the skate community, dude. Nice. Like you're you're the legend, dude. You're a man. You're the man, dude. Yeah, like, you're the reason awesome. why roll for Rob and." real and all this exists dude like you're you're the fucking man dude. yeah you're like, definitely a big part of it like i definitely like told that to him and he like really appreciated like that too it was cool like to have a good conversation with someone like that that's like one of the those are the dudes that inspire you because they're older they're they've been doing it for so long and they've managed to find a way to keep skateboarding in their life and play a role in it mm-hmm. and i feel like that's what a lot of us want is like we want to be a part of it together with other people you know have your own little persona and be able to network and all do awesome stuff within skateboarding you know and he's one of those dudes that have been doing it for a long ass time for sure oh yeah dude super down-to-earth guy man like he was he was really cool to talk to for real that's sick man um all right we'll go back let's keep it because i want to make sure i get them all thank you anders for that question yeah thank you man that was a good what's the best place you've ever skated before that was his question and good looks on me. Um, Troy fucking sucks says. <laughs> Troy. Shout when out, did Troy. you start skating Bryce shout out? So how old are you, I guess? I'm 24. When did you start? I started, well. This is going to determine your skate age, how many years you've been skating. Um. Well, I started like actually like in the streets with my brother's homies around like 2005. So I've been skating for around like 15 years almost now. Oh, there's, oh, the, there's the hour. Sorry. I still got <laughs> some. good. The GoPro might shit out on us soon, but we're Word. okay. Um, fifteen, so yeah, fifteen in f- skate years. Yeah, in skate years, you're yeah. barely a man, bro. You still hit going through puberty in skating. Yeah, man, more than half my life, dude, is just Damn. been good for you towards skating, dude. And I kind of did a little bit when I was five, like I brought up earlier when we were at. I was at Rotary and I dropped in and like I ate shit, thinking that I was like good enough to like test the waters and try it um, like a 10 foot half pipe but i wasn't good enough but you definitely should i like (laughs) (laughs) i like wasn't ready i was like skating a walmart board i didn't even have like a proper board for it i don't even know what i was doing but yeah you were just juiced yeah i was just like trying to learn at like a very young age because my older brother was doing it he was like my mom was like taking us both to like the skate park to like ride around and do whatever yeah so i don't really count those years that much because like I didn't really do much at that time, so, like, it took me a little while to really get back into it again, like, reintroduced to it. Yeah. When my brother found friends and stuff, like, in his grade, I was always hanging out with people, like, within his age range. There's always people, like, two or three years above me, and I was always, like, getting all this knowledge from people that were older than me. So it was cool to, like, be able to stick around that. Yeah, it goes back to, like, what you said. You wanted to help out kids below you, like, get hyped on skating and be an example of someone who's, like, kept skating in their life and functioning you know yeah absolutely like i definitely take like all like their uh all their tips everything that they've like helped me in skateboarding to heart and like i try to like spread that to the to the masses to like people that really like deserve that knowledge and and respect you know so because they like like if they really put in the work and they like show it and they like come out to the park and like are respectable people then like 
Yeah. All the, the whole world is yours, you know? Yeah, like, who knows? We could go on trips together. Oh, <laughs> that'd film be rad, some stuff man. together. <laughs> that'd be fucking rad. Make dude. some memories, boys. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. I think um, what helped me with that was filming video parts a lot and then not being... Not being afraid to meet people and travel and be open to new ideas and not not self-sabotaging, figuring out a way to balance out my life so that, you know, like holding down a job so I could pay my bills and then carve out enough time to skate and then uh, just keep working on my skating and video parts and trying to build like community together. Like just show up and be present and be like, hey, you're here, I'm here, yeah. like – Let's have fun. Let's skate. And if the boys want to, boys and girls, because girls shred now. Oh, yeah, dude. Unbelievable. The majority of my lessons are like young girls, and they just have the fire for some reason. I'm not sure what they're watching or what's inspiring in them, but they're fucking inspiring me for sure. Oh, yeah. Do you see it? Yeah, I absolutely see it. I see it in like contests too. Recording. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I see it. I see it in like contests too all the time. Like, like street league like there's like this little girl i forget her name but she's like 12 or something like 10 or 11 yeah. like and she's like dominating the competition like she's like competing Easter. up against women that are like like in their 20s and like have been established for years and she's like going full swing like I was watching right at the it do tour online and there was a uh... multiple like 10 year old girls a lot of them from asia that were just killing the contest scene for sure it's insane yeah, X Games, Do Tour, like all those, like all those, like competitions, really know how to like really pick like the talent and yeah. like show it to the world. Like they, they really do a good job with that, and like, and it helps them helps them out with their career to like get them to bigger competitions later. If you're on. good, if yeah. you're good at comp, like my whole thing with competition is, some people are built for it, mm-hmm. and other people aren't. And skateboarding's complex enough that you, like, you know, some people can be like Nyjah. And compete and do street. Other people are more just street introverted. Maybe they skate for fun. Like skating is so complex, you know. But for some people, that's like they need that outlet of those big contests. And oh like, yeah, a lot of Brazilians made a lot of money. For and Canadians, they come to America and do the do tours and catch. They take like fifteen hundred dollars home each time. Like win fifteen hundred bucks and then just like stack it or like three grand. Go back to their country and like have a good amount of money to do something with it's oh yeah sick man oh yeah dude like ryan Asenzo, mickey papa yeah, tj guys. rogers all canadians that are just like rippers man i've met mickey papa and he's actually a really cool dude yeah, he, yeah. he was at uh woodward east and he, he like rolled up on the session we were skating a mini ramp hell yeah and uh he, he was really rad dude like like sure. I loved the whole experience, man. He was like down to earth. Like he even of, he was like saying that he like didn't really have that good of like a transition game, so he was like <laughs> very <not>. humble and he'd be <laughs> like but he was killing it, dude. You you know how Mickey Pop is. Unbelievable. Like, the guy, like shreds like yeah. every obstacle in his way. Like Unbelievable on the skateboard. <laughs> um all right, so the way I wanted to kind of round this out is just to kind of touch on this real quickly again, just um I mean, I have more questions, actually. We can do some rapid fire real quick. Okay. Let me see. Just so we can get to them, because I think I forgot to do all the questions. All right. Um, all right, when do we start skating? We covered that. Did you vote for Trump? I did not vote for Trump. There you go. Maybe, I actually didn't vote at all. <laughs> I didn't vote at all. I didn't want to vote for Hillary or Trump. I was just like... Out. Like, out. I'm outy. Like. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have your politics. I didn't vote for him either. Um, 
skate, destroy, rebuild. So apply. So skate, destroy, destroy rebuild. rebuild. Here's the three parks: Burnside, Navy Yard, Prov Park Number Two. I don't know Prov Park Number Two. Is that the um, Trinity? I think so. I think let's that's pretend. the newer park. I yeah. like Trinity. Let's do Trinity. Trinity. So Navy Yard, Trinity, or Burnside. Which one would you for skate? Which one would you for destroy and rebuild? Um, I'd say. I'd say Trinity, man. Like Trinity's a good. Which one? Skate, destroy, or rebuild? Which skate. One? Uh, skate. Skate. Yeah. Okay, so Trinity's skate, pretty Trinity. rad to skate. I've been there. Which one would you destroy? Destroy. Burnside, Burnside or Navy Yard? Oh, man. Tuh. That's a tough one, dude. Dude, you got to burn some bridges, bro. Burn some, you got to burn, burn a park, some, which sucks, sucks already. Yeah. Um, or I'd say destroy uh, Navy Yard. How dare you? You're <laughs> going to hell, you Judas. <laughs> I've never been to Navy Yard, actually, <laughs> oh, to be okay. honest with you. I, I Fair enough, though. Yeah, I've never been to Navy Yard, Fuck so I, I kind of like feel that, but... <laughs> Actually, rebuild Navy Yard. I'll take that back. Okay, rebuild nice, Navy Yard nice. into something better and, and destroy, destroy Burnside. Burnside. Good. There you go. Yeah, there you uh, go. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Bryce's answer because that was a sabotage answer. It's a sabotage question. <laughs> yeah, all those places are awesome. Oh, yeah, dude. I would skate Burnside just because I haven't been there in a long time. I would destroy Trinity only because I know we'd rebuild. Build. And, uh,. Rebuild fucking Navy Yard for sure. Word. We'd rebuild both the other ones. You don't really want to destroy any fucking. Yeah, park. dude. I wouldn't destroy any of those places, man. They're all like keep sacred, them. and <laughs> you know what I mean. They're like really good places to skate. All right, all here's a good one. Gems. Here's a good one to go out on, and it kind of touches on my thing. We'll do this one, and then a final one. Uh, Sam. Sam on the 710 says, a message to all kid, all the kids that are starting to skate. So, like, nowadays, if some kid is just, like, gets the spark, what do you say? Um, I just say keep doing it, man. Like, keep, like, grinding. Like, if you think that it's, like, too hard or, like, things get difficult, man, like, try and, like, think positive about it. Like, try and get, like, other other friends or find people that do the same thing that you do and, like, really, like kind of roam around the streets together have have a good time with it and then you'll eventually progress and you'll realize like what like skateboarding really is to you and then yeah you'll you'll find your love for it eventually and you'll enjoy it a little bit more for sure Hell yeah solid that's solid and i'd 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 mirror that response but i just add on like skateboarding is fucking hard oh yeah it's and difficult it's a challenge man. even if you think it's easy you might be mistaken because there's too many different ways to do it and styles and too many stances and mm-hmm. like it's just hard like keep going it's meant to be hard it's, it's all about digging deep dude. yeah like, it's supposed to be a challenge right mm-hmm. not supposed to be that easy um finally five year five years if you could aim out into the future five years where would you like to go with your life and with skateboarding I like to try and sky's the limit. Sky's the five limit. Five years. Uh, five years. I like to try and make a few trips outside the country. Like try and get yes. to Europe. Try and maybe go to China or like go somewhere like far away from home. You know, like because yeah. I'm just always so used to being in the United States and like staying here. You know, because but like I'm gonna try and like venture out more and yeah, take some trips to like with really awesome people and like. Yeah, and show the, some good vibes and just all that takes is travel. like save up some dough and find the right people, get the connection somewhere cool, 
and then go, right? Yeah, for sure, dude. Find a skate. There's skateboarders all over the world you can network with, for sure. Yeah. For Sick, real? man. That was a good answer. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you very much for having me, man. Much Hell appreciated, yeah. dude. Hell yeah. And uh, I'm glad we got a show a little bit today. Yeah, dude. I appreciate that sh- slash um, too, man, for real. Also, before we go, is there anyone you want to shout out that supports your skating or is just a good homie or anyone? All right, I'd like to shout out Red Alert Skate Shop. Ed, all the homies out there, Mikey, Jack, Dylan, all those dudes, uh, Red Eye Supply Co., Taylor Perrin, choo, choo, choo. all those homies out there that represent Concord and Manchester. Um, Keeping the dream alive, and, like indoor parks, small brands. Oh, yeah, dude. Trips, filming. Ganja Candy Factory, shout out Jer, Remain for supporting my skating over the years. And Hell yeah. Really hooking me up with the good stuff, so. That's awesome. But, yeah, man, shout out to all the real homies out there, man, for real. Like, Hell yeah. Support my skate and I support yours, dude. That's all that matters. Hell yeah. All right, till next time, my friends. Peace out, brothers. Okay. Bang, bang. <laughs> Thanks, Bryce. Thank you, dude. I'm going to use a bathroom real quick. Holy yeah, shit, I'd hold that. <laughs>